Bibles, if you would, to 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15. 2 Timothy in chapter 2. And if uh, in your continue books, we're on page 283, which means we're almost done. And um, uh, if we push really, really hard tonight, we can probably get done tonight. So, <coughs> huh? Or, or we can go home early. What would you rather have? Okay. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> we'll see what happens, okay? <laughs> two. Second Timothy chapter two. So um, let's pray and uh, we'll we'll get started. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Uh, thank you for your love and for the, the work you do in our lives. And we are truly grateful uh, and thankful for everything. Uh, that you do. Uh, I particularly am thankful for your patience with us, with me. And uh, Lord, we just ask that you would guide and direct in our lives. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> All right. Um, page 283. Uh, you're, uh, we, are, we have been on the last chapter here, uh, lesson 14, uh, Continue in the Word. Um, so <clears throat> we talked about to uh, receive the word, and now on page 283, uh, near the top, the, your next blank is study the word. And uh, unfortunately for you, I want to park on this for a little bit, because oftentimes, well, let, I don't want to get, let me, let, let's, let's read here and then I'll, then we'll talk about it. Um, it says, be a student of Scripture. Uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15 uh, says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. <clears throat> yeah, the Awana kids could have quoted that one. Um, so I want to, uh, uh, let, well, let, let's go ahead and continue reading here what the author has to say. Uh, uh, read it daily so you can apply it faithfully. Remember to make uh, Bible uh, reading, memory, and study part of regular routine of your life. Read the Bible. <clears throat> if you have been uh, using a topical reading plan, now would be a great time to switch over to the New Testament in a year plan. If you have been using the New Testament or a whole Bible in a year plan, continue using it to daily read God's Word. <clears throat> Even uh, without uh, accountability uh, of meeting each week uh, uh, with your mentor. And then it gives the appendix and all that. Bible memory. Uh, if, you if you haven't done so already, uh, visit Appendix C, which uh, provides many scripture verses arranged uh, under topics, set specific goals for how many verses uh, you want to memorize each week, month, year, uh, and choose a topic that relates to needs in your life. Consistent Bible memory can change your life. And then Bible study. In Lesson 7, uh, we looked to, at how to study the Bible. Uh, as you finish this discipleship course, this would be a great time to choose a specific topic 
you would like to study on your own. Now, my point is, the, the reason I wanted to kind of get through that is, is because I have a question for you. What is the difference between Bible reading and Bible studying? You tell me. Okay, studying, you're breaking it down. Give me, give me some, you know, that's a good answer, but what does that mean? Cross-reference. They call that cross-reference, right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, okay. Exactly, okay. Okay, okay. Anybody else? Yes, ma'am. Okay, it has, studying has a lot more to do with comprehension uh, than just reading, okay. John? Mm-hmm. Yeah, any other surrounding um, facts. I mean, if you were to look at anything any other way, you'd get all the facts, but um, it's the same same thing when you're going to read history, which is the Bible. It's just history. You're, you want to look at all that other stuff. And right. Maps, I mean, we use the who, where, what, why, you know, like, right. was it written to, why was it written, who was it written Yeah. Yeah, how, how, and yeah, exactly. The, yeah, was it the, the, the seven, the seven friends of English or something like that? Yeah, who, what, when, where, and why? Or five, I guess and that's why. The same thing in junior church with the kids. Who's talking when the memory verse? Because if you don't understand who's talking when who's they're talking to, the verse doesn't necessarily mean as much once we understand that. So we have to ask those kind of questions. Right. And then that, that aids our study. Okay. To dive in deeper too, instead of just to piggyback off of what Mrs. Lynn had said, instead of just looking at one verse, because we all know that verses can sometimes get taken out of context. No. No, that never happens. <laughs> so, but to study actually helps that to elaborate on it. So, like when you have people who say, "Oh, well, if the money's the root of all evil," well, that's not what it says. Right. You know, when right. you actually study it to dissect it, and I feel like reading sometimes, at least for me. I can get stuck reading something, and then all of a sudden I'm a couple chapters later, and I'm like, wait, what just happened? Because I was zoning out. I was reading right. it, but I wasn't taking it in and learning. Right, especially fa- especially familiar passages. Yes. We tend to just kind of blow through them. At least I do. I, I do. Anybody else? What's the difference? And, and, and I'm sorry for writing when you guys were talking, but I a couple of thoughts went spinning through there that I meant to do earlier, and I forgot, so... Yes. Um, the Greek word for study. I I don't. I you know what? I've never honestly. I don't remember ever doing that. But Chris can do that real quick. Okay. Yes, ma'am. No, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, Rick. To do do to do due diligence is what it means, and you know that's that. You know, I always look at the word study as work. 
Okay, to me, the difference between reading and studying is reading is just getting an overall view of what's going on. Studying, to me, then, is breaking down that overall view. That's how I, that's how I do it. Does that make sense? Yes. And from my perspective as someone who likes to cook and bake, I can read a recipe, but if I don't understand what it's saying, what does it mean to blend? What does it mean to fold? If I don't understand those terms, my product's not going to turn out right. Right. So I can read it, but I need to understand the terms. Right. Same right. Okay. So what what I did is uh, I, I gave Chris several pictures, and I, I, I should have I taken time to do more, but I, I thought, you know, what kind of tools can we use in studying Scripture? Because we have been given in our generation a multitude of tools that help us study. Um, so what I did very quickly here, and... This is not an exhaustive list of, of tools by any stretch of the imagination, but this is a good place to get started if you're interested in starting to build a library. Um, you're welcome to come over to my house any day. I don't know if what I have is considered an extensive library, but I do have a lot of books um, that, that are really, really good uh, Bible study helps. I have multiple... Uh, commentaries and so on and so forth. Um, but anyway, uh, let, let me start off by uh, two that I think every home should have. Okay, the, And these are just basic Bible study uh, tools. The first one is a uh, Bible dictionary. Okay, not, not a, I think every home should have a regular dictionary, but specifically a Bible dictionary uh, because there are biblical terms that if you have a modern-day uh, dictionary, those words are not going to be in, in, in those dictionaries. So having a, and Strong's has a really, really good uh, dictionary on Bible words, um, and, and you can pick these up on the end. Anything Strong's is pretty reasonable because it's, it's very old. It's been, it's been uh, in publication for, for many years. So they're, they're usually pretty reasonable. The next one is... <clears throat> A concordance. Um, this is something that uh, has anybody used a concordance? Okay. Um, what? What? <laughs> I know you have. <laughs> um, uh, how would you? Those of you that have used a, a concordance, how would you describe the? Um, benefit of using a concordance. I think it's good in the topical sense, like handy to think about if you're wanting to look up something and where it's referenced, like similar references. Okay. Okay. Now you have you have here, this is Strong's again. Uh, this is called an exhaustive concordance. It's literally about that thick and it's about this big. <laughs> it's a big it's a big book. But it's an exhaustive commentary. And what it is, uh, or concordance, excuse me. Um, what it is, is every single word in the Bible is in this concordance. Uh, even the word the. 
And, it, and it, if you looked up the English word the, it gives you every verse that the word the takes, takes place. So, I mean, literally, it's just pages and pages of the word the and of and, and so on and so forth. So, every word in the Bible is cross-referenced. So, if, you want, if you're wanting to do a word study, let's say, on the word uh, baptize, uh, <clears throat> you can go to the Strong's Concordance, look up the word baptized, and then it gives you a everywhere that word is used in the Bible so that you can then cross-reference and start bouncing all over Scripture, tracing down everywhere that word is used, and then that way you can help get a better idea. And it also gives you a definition of the word, um, <clears throat> but it only gives you a basic definition. It doesn't give you a detailed definition. Does that make sense? So it gives you a simple definition, but it gives you a, a, the ability to cross-reference multiple words so that you can, uh, you, you know, I don't know, I, I'm totally drawing a blank, but if you wanted to do a word study on a particular subject, <clears throat> you just go to the Strong's Concordance, you find that word, and then everywhere that word is, shows up in Scripture, it gives it to you. They have what they call a Strong's Compact Concordance. The, does anybody ever heard of that one? Okay, what that, what that does is it takes out all the those, ofs, ands, and all the bees and all that, and it just gives you the basic words. So it's a, it's a lot smaller. I don't know if it's any cheaper, but it's a whole lot smaller. Okay. Um, oh yes. Yeah, I think for five bucks. I think it's, I think it was like four or five bucks. You can you can buy the Strong's Concordance app. And, and uh, I think they even have a Strong's Dictionary app, too, if I'm not, or a Bible Dictionary. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, I forgot about that. So these are, these are two very important tools I think should be in every home. Uh, if, if, you're gonna, if you're interested in doing any kind of Bible study, you need these two helps to, to get started. <coughs> Bob mentioned uh, a study Bible. Um, uh, most good study Bibles, to an extent, include dictionaries and concordances to, to some degree. Um, yeah, very little, but to some degree. Um, but a study Bible is a great help. My wife uses what is called a Thompson chain. Um, and the reason it's called a Thompson chain is because if you look at you know, one verse, it gives a cross-reference, and then you follow that, and then it's like a chain, and just keeps going and going and going and going and going. And, huh? Yeah, so Ryrie does kind of the same thing. Um, I, I personally, um, the, the, Bible, the, the study Bible that I prefer is uh, a life application uh, study Bible. Uh, I think it does a really good job. I, one of the things I like about the life application um, is <clears throat> every time a new character is introduced in Scripture, there's a whole page of a bio for that character. So like King David, there's a whole page about King David, where he was born, you know, what he did, uh, everything about him. It's, it's really cool. So 
as you're reading through the Bible, every time you come across a major character, there's a whole page about that particular person, which I, I, I have I found to be to be helpful because to me it helps put the the story in perspective when you know the characters. <clears throat> so, um, uh, any any questions so far about study Bibles or the concordance? In fact, we used to. I don't know if we still do. We we may still have a concordance back here, uh, <clears throat> but I, I don't know if we do or not. But anyway, um, great great resources. Any questions so far? Okay. Um, something else, and I don't have pictures of these. This is what I was writing down when, when Ash and John were talking. Um, again, I apologize for doing that. Um, uh, a couple of books that I meant to get pictures of and I totally forgot is uh, one of them I, I have is uh, Men and Women of the Bible. Again, it's a pretty pretty thick book, uh, pretty pretty big book, but it breaks down every person in the Bible, whether you, whether you know who they are or not. Uh, just it's really it's really a great resource. Uh, <clears throat> another book that I have, and I, I don't know the name of it. Um, I can get the name. I think we bought it for John. John, that uh, uh, the the what, what's it called? Yeah, it's. Yeah, a, a Rose's book of maps and charts. If you are a visual learner, this book is incredible. It is absolutely incredible. They have all kind of maps and charts, and it, it is it is absolutely incredible. Uh, it is a great resource. And again, I'm sorry, I it, I meant to get a picture of it, totally forgot. Uh, another one I have, I have multiple books on geography and history, archaeology, things, things along that nature to, to reinforce a lot of things that have been learned over the last several hundred years. Yes? That's what I was going to ask. What would you suggest as a resource for um, general history? That's... I, ha I have, I, I'd have a look on my bookshelf. Don't, you're asking me. <laughs> I just know where they're at. They're they're behind me on my left, and I can literally just reach over and grab them. <laughs> but I don't know what they're called off the top of my head. They do have a smaller version of the... the okay, <clears throat> if, you, if you haven't yet, if you go over into the fellowship area uh, in, in the, 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 um, the new building here, um, on the wall uh, is a chart, and it tracks from Adam and Eve the history of mankind all the way to present day and it 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 has secular history along with biblical history so you know what was going on in the world uh, secular uh, World War II the Civil War everything it, it, it's an incredible resource they do have a smaller one but because of that wall I wanted to get the big one so it'd be easier to read and they also have it in digital form. And I had it uh, in digital form, but when my computer crashed a, a few months ago, I lost it. So I don't have it anymore. But it was kind of hard to read. It was kind of hard to read because you have to zoom in on little portions of it. So it's, you know, but they do make smaller ones of these. So um, any, any other questions before we move on?
<clears throat> okay. Um, uh, uh, the next type of study, if you're wanting to get even deeper in, which I always recommend doing, is commentaries. Uh, <clears throat> Matthew Henry has a excellent commentary. Uh, this 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 is a complete commentary on the entire Bible. Um, uh, it is it is a great great resource. It was been it's been published for hundreds a couple hundred years. Uh, so his English is a little hard to read sometimes, but most of the time it's not. Um, but it's a great resource. I, I'm going to assume you can get his complete commentary on the entire Bible on Amazon pretty reasonably. Uh, I, yeah, and most of these resources I'm going to tell you about are are uh, available on digital on digital format as well. I just don't prefer digital. I like books. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm sorry. I'm still living in the old ages, I guess. <clears throat> so uh, you got Matthew Henry here. Yes, ma'am. Okay, say that again. Uh, on Amazon. Three dollars for Kindle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of an obvious. Um, yeah, and I usually I try and buy my books used, uh, especially commentaries. Um, you you can usually find them used significantly cheaper than than. Um, uh, but again, I I just I like books, and when I'm studying, you can ask my wife. She'll come up there oftentimes. I'll have four or five books open on my desk, and you know just reading this and this and this. And to me, I, I can't do that on a computer. Uh, you could, you probably could, but I can't. <laughs> I'm just not good enough to do that. But uh, anyway, so I just, I like books. Um, another one is the Treasure of David. We've talked about it hundreds of times here. I absolutely love this three-volume set. Um, Bob's over here shaking his head. The problem with the Treasure of David is written by Spurgeon, and Spurgeon number two are two reasons. Yeah, <laughs> well, he, okay, it, it's modern English, okay? He, he, you know, Spurgeon's been dead for a long time, okay? So it, the, the, it, sometimes he's hard to follow just because of his old English, but he is a deep, deep thinker. And, uh, boy, he can really get, man, I, I just, I love it. He really, I love, if I'm reading the Psalms, and this is a commentary just on the book of Psalms, these three volumes. Um, if I'm reading the Psalms, I've got, I've got the treasure of David open right next to it uh, because he just, it, I love it. I love the treasure of David. Um, the next one, and I love this one, and uh, this one is uh, called the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Uh, these, the last I heard, it's, this was written by uh, Zook and Wolford. Uh, Woolward, anyway, whatever. Um, last I heard, they were still alive. These guys are contemporaries. <clears throat> uh, they went to Dallas Theological Seminary. And um, they write in modern-day English, okay? Um, the, the, if, I, if I had a bone to pick with these guys, is 
they have a book for the Old Testament and a book for the New Testament. So they don't cover a lot of detail. Does that make sense? Um, like some of the other commentaries, like Matthew Henry, he'll have pages and pages and pages where these guys might have a paragraph. The, the, you follow me? But uh, good, good resource. Uh, again, um, are you still checking prices back there? What, what, what does this one go for? Yeah, so $58, so $59, you can get this set. Really good. I, I like it. Um, another one, if, if you, if you, again, you're going back to the deeper thinkers, is a guy named Phillips. Uh, Chris, do you have that one? <clears throat> okay. Now I I am building my my library with this guy. These books are uh, in fact Melanie got me one for Christmas. Um, uh, they're they're not cheap because he's he's still alive. He's still publishing, so all of his stuff is still pretty expensive. But he he digs in really 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 deep. So um, if you if you like to really dig in and get deep. Uh, his, you know, again, he's alive. His, you know, his his English is is modern day. Uh, it's not complicated to follow. Uh, it just he's just a really really deep thinker. So these are just some of the commentaries I have. I have several more um, that I use, um, but these are just some uh, that that I, I I just as I was doing this, I just threw threw together some um, as a kind of a sample for you. To get an idea of some resources you can get in your home, uh, if you, you know, for Phillips here, what I do, um, <clears throat> if I'm studying a particular book of the Bible, then I'll I'll buy the commentary for that for that, and that's how I'm building the library. To get a whole set, are you still looking back there? Yeah, what is a whole New Testament set? It's probably $400 for a New Testament set. Um, so anyway, it's it can get pricey. Some of these books can get very expensive. But um, these are just resources that are available. Um, again, and I have several more that I could have brought, told you about. These are just some of the ones I use a lot. Um, any Any questions or comments before we move on? <laughs> I feel like it. I'll tell you, it it gets expensive. You know, you figure it. You know, twenty some dollars a pop for a book. You know, it, it can get expensive really fast. Yes. Uh, I again, I don't like electronic studying. I I I'm just old enough. Yeah, Logos. I have I have Logos. Are you familiar with Logos? Yeah, and I and it costs a lot of money, and <clears throat> I have an extensive library through them, and but I I I again just and this is me and I know I'm weird. You don't have to remind me. I just I just yeah, it's not I'm weird. I'm old. Uh, I just like books. I just I like books. That's. And that, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, then that could be so. But anyway, most, 
most of these most of these resources, if not all of them, are available digitally. You know, so yes, ma'am. Oh yeah, hell uh, yeah, Helly's. Yeah, that you'd have to look. I, I honestly, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, and 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 to be honest, sometimes depending on the book, um, we can sometimes buy it cheaper through the our our library, or, or not our library, but our bookstore. Um, so if you're looking for something. Uh, I would always recommend, specifically some of these commentaries and stuff, uh, try and find them used uh, because I actually have my I have a, a, a two-volume set of uh, Hebrew um, language books uh, that were Jerry Falwell's. Um, I bought them online after he died, and I didn't know it until I got them, but it had his name in it and everything. I was like, whoa. <laughs> so... Uh, so I just, you know, I just, again, I just like books. Any, any other questions? Because this is important. This is important. Yes. Yes. Thank you. I, I, I actually have it in my notes here and I forgot. Okay. Um, Always remember, every one of these resources was written by men. Okay? And, and, and this is where discretion comes in. And just because I recommend this guy Phillips does not mean he's going to, you know, that, 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 that doesn't mean that everything he says is, is gospel. Okay? He's, he's a man. He's a, he's a fleshly man who can make mistakes as well. I, in fact, I... I I, I was reading one of my commentaries. I, I'm not sure who it, which one it was, so I'm not going to say. Um, I think I know who it was, but I'm not positive. But I was reading through, and he said something, and I was like, no, you did not just say that. And I went, I had to go back and read it three or four times and think, you know, had the guy, if he was still alive, I'd have written him a letter. Like, you can't say this, you know? But you know what? They're written by humans. This book is the only book we can truly, t- 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 truly trust. And that's that. That's one of the reasons why our bookstore is so small. We're extremely careful. Yeah, I try. I try to be very careful. We try to be very careful what, what we put in the bookstore uh, for that very reason. Thank you, John. I appreciate you uh, bringing that out. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. Just because somebody's smarter than you wrote it doesn't mean they're always right. They're only smarter because they have a PhD. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. They're yeah. So, okay. Any, anybody else before we before we move on? Okay. Next step in the in the uh, idea of continuing here is apply the word. Apply the word. Um, <clears throat> studying and reading and memorizing and doing all these things is nothing but a waste of time if you don't apply it. Okay? So, before we read what the author of our book here says about applying the word, 
right out of the gate, what do you think it means? Okay, putting it into action. <laughs> okay, it means hard work. What did you say? I said talk the talk, walk the walk. There you go. Talk the talk, walk the walk. Uh, anybody else? Because if if we cannot apply what we're learning, it's not going to change our lives. Doesn't do it any good to have it out here if we're not putting it in practice. Right. Anybody else? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's let's see what the author has to say. Uh, as we have uh, as we've uh, seen throughout this this course, our goal is not simply to know God's word. It is to obey God's word. To know it and to obey it are compl- two completely different things. <clears throat> The ultimate way we continue in God's word is if after reading or hearing it, we move forward in applying it. James chapter 1, turn over to James. James chapter 1, in verse 22 to 25. Who wants to read that? Go ahead. Okay, now we we just read we uh, <clears throat> we just read a portion of scripture that refers to a man looking at himself in a glass. What is what is that glass? It's a mirror. It's a mirror okay, and and what does this man do when he looks in the mirror? Okay, yeah, he's talking to himself, but but what does he do? Rick. Okay, uh, okay. All right, well, let's read it here. He, he says, uh, Behold, he, uh, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. What, what, did, what do you think? God, God is painting us a word picture here. And what do you think this word picture is? John? Right. Okay, and that's exactly what is taking place here. Is a person who looks into a mirror and sees the dirt, the messy hair, the whatever, and 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 their response is I'm okay. Is that normal for a person? No. It shouldn't be, right? What is normal reaction when a person looks in the mirror? Okay, other than crying. <laughs> yeah, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, 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 I, the whole purpose of looking in a mirror is to be able to find the defects, if you would, and fix them, right? Combing your hair and, and, and so on and so forth. So the, the word picture that God gives us here is that this book is a mirror. And as we look at our lives in this book, this book then reflects back to us the messy hair and the smudge on our face and the zit on our forehead and, the, and all of the things about us. It shows us everything. Would you agree with that? Yeah. Now, let me let me ask you a question. When you look in the mirror, does the mirror lie to you? Unless you're at the fair and it's one of those wavy things that makes you look really fat, okay? <laughs> or or really skinny. Those are the ones I like. Uh, <laughs> okay. A, 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 a normal mirror does not lie. It, it reflects what's there. Okay? And oftentimes what we do is we make the mistake that the mirror only shows us the problems. But the mirror doesn't show us the problem or the good thing. It shows us the truth. And when we use this book right, this book is a mirror that reflects our lives, the good and the bad. And it's up to us to straighten our hair, comb our, comb our teeth. <laughs> That's not what you're supposed to do, is it? Do you comb your teeth? Good girl. You brush your teeth. But you, you get what I'm saying. A mirror does not lie, and neither does this book. It tells you the truth, good or bad. It tells the truth. <clears throat> Our goal in understanding God's Word should always be that we might, might obey it. So continue <clears throat> in the Word of God. And it will continue to change your life for the better. Now, question. Do we ever reach a point in our lives where we have to stop growing in, in, in grace with the Lord? No. If we do, we're dying. Okay. <laughs> okay. So this process, this process that we're talking about here, this idea of continuing, how long do we do this? Forever until we die. We, we are to do this until we die. Okay, we're, we're, we're betwixt a, a rock and a hard place here. I don't think we can finish. Um, <laughs> and I've already been, how long have I been going, Chris? 37, 38 minutes? Huh? 40 minutes, okay. Huh? Good night. All right, let's pray and we'll be done. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your love. 
Uh, we do ask that you to uh, bless this evening, bless this time together. Uh, help us, dear God, to walk with you. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.